Hey everyone, we're back with the District 3 Podcast. My name is Irvin. And this is Elena. And we are on episode 193. We're getting close to 200, Elena. I know, seven more. That's so cool. Um, I didn't. I never even thought whenever we started this podcast, I think about four years ago, that we would get this far and we'd be in episode 200. So every time I say the episode, like I, I feel good about that number. And I know that like when we have guests... They're like, whoa, like that's a lot of episodes that you've done. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just been a lot of a lot of people. Sometimes I look back at like the Spotify playlist of all the episodes or even the pictures on Instagram. And I'm like, dang, like all these people that we talk to. And for me, the most important thing is just like meeting new people, you know, building relationships with people that, you know, I wanted to build relationships with. Um, I always talk about how how this podcast is kind of like an excuse for people, to, like an excuse for me to like create a new friendship with someone in the community that I admire, I look up to, or is doing good work. Um, have you had any relationships like grow from this podcast yourself? Like, or have you like met anyone or like gone to any of their events to support them or anything like that? Yeah, most definitely. I think having Suzuki and um, Bernicia here, I've, I see them all the time. Mm. We meet up, um, invited them to my graduation. Suzuki was there. So mm. um, that's been really cool, like connecting with other women in media, brown women in media in Northwest Arkansas. Um, that's been awesome. And then, I mean, working in the news station, sometimes I'll see repeats, you know, faces. Yeah. If anything, it's helped create a stronger bond, too, with, like, Diana. And so excited for Mas Libritos to open yeah. up here soon. Congrats, yeah. congrats. This episode should be out uh by saturday um so i will so that if people listen to it in the morning they can still go that day to the soft opening yes soft opening that saturday don't know if that one is if you have to get tickets for that one maybe i think she promoted it she promoted online open okay yeah she put it online so i'm guessing she wants if not check her instagram (laughs) (laughs) yeah she she put it on i was thinking about that too because we were texting about the soft opening and she told me about the tickets and stuff but then i saw she put it online so i was like okay i guess Mm -hmm. if you get tickets Mm because there must be some sort of limit uh Mm -hmm. to get there since it's a soft opening um but definitely check the instagram yeah um but yeah it's cool you know just to, to to meet all these different people uh i've met a lot of people with these 200 episodes there hasn't been 200 guests because there has been some reoccurring people that have been here twice three times even four times sometimes and uh and then sometimes we've had episodes like this where we have no guest and uh and we just talk because sometimes people do want to know about the host you know they want to know a little bit about you know who you are what your background is in regards to like where you come from what are your hobbies like for example the i told you a few weeks ago that i knew nothing about you and i whenever i bought you those birthday (laughs) gifts right so this is the perfect time so we can talk a little bit about each other so not only the people listening can kind of know a little bit more about us but so that we can kind of get to know each other a little bit more too yeah um but like i was saying about the guest so many cool people and then when you see them out in the community, you know, like you've already built, you've already had a one hour conversation with them or 45 minutes, whatever it is. And, uh, and it's just cool. Yeah. I and think, yeah. I'm more introverted as in like, I'll put myself out there once I'm comfortable with someone. So I feel like that's definitely helped me. I, uh, you know, I got to see Toxic the mm-hmm. other day and like, he's going to go out to the Smithsonian in July. Yeah. yeah. DC. And yeah. 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 They're going to do some really awesome work. And I think they said Pura Coco too. Coco's going to go mm. out there and they're going to have a bunch of locals, uh, just everyone from NWA. So which we still awesome. need to make that Coco interview happen. I've tried. <laughs> it's on her now. She needs to tell me, she needs to tell me when she can, when she has availability. Cause I reached out like two or three you should times. You do like a love records because you did, you did little yay. Uh huh. And then have you had bang? 
Mm-hmm. It bangs on. She's the only she's one the that hasn't been. She's on. And I saw her the other day that she was on a like on a different podcast, and I was like, Coco, come on now. I've been I've been reaching out for like two years. Yeah. But whenever you're whenever you're free, Coco, it's okay. Um. But yeah, there's there's just like for example when you you talked about like Berenice and stuff. I don't think I've ever seen Berenice before. Like before I interviewed her, I don't think I had ever. Yeah. I don't think I had ever seen her in person. But ever since I interviewed her, I see her a lot. Everywhere, yeah. You know, which is weird <laughs> because I'm not going to events. I wasn't going to like a specific event that she organized or anything like mm-hmm. that. But now I'm seeing her more, which is some, sometimes one of those things which is kind of weird. It's like you meet someone f- once and then they're in your life. They come in, mm-hmm. they come out. You see them at different places and maybe you didn't even notice them before. Yeah. Right, which is really weird. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of cool people. Probably I've, inter- I've interviewed probably s- multiple of your coworkers. Yeah. I think I've been on the podcast yeah, already. Crystal. I've yeah. had Crystal. I need to get Anna on here. It's been, yeah. I haven't seen her in a while, Anna Darling. Yeah. Um, but whenever I was doing canvassing, um, she did like a segment where she followed us around, <laughs> around and like <clears throat> that really hot, it was really hot that day. I remember it was I like. I think a, she's told me you were actually going door to door and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. she was there with her camera yeah. and then there was, pe- there was a guy that stopped by in the street. He saw her and he and, and he was like, "Hey, I have a story about some corruption going on here in uh, in Springdale." Yeah. And like she was talking to him and stuff. And um, I need to get her on. Um, but yeah, I've had other folks from uh, former KNWA. Jennifer Pinate yeah. was here before. Um, Wendy, I think Wendy worked at Wendy KNWA. Wendy also, yeah. Yeah. you know, which we need to try to get that episode done with with on her uh, on her podcast. Shout out to to Wendy who has a podcast. Um, Maybe maybe your best to describe what the podcast is about. Yeah, Elena. so she's interviewing. Uh, she interviewed a bunch of Latinas in the community who are leaders. So some people that you may have seen um, in the community do work and how they started off and some of the struggles they kind of had to go through, mm. um, and um, also just breaking those barriers of like, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, you can be a leader, especially mm-hmm. in a small community like Northwest Arkansas, um, and just kind of like the resilience and stuff. It's, it's really awesome, and I can't wait to have her here, and I want to be here whenever she's here. So yeah. um, if you haven't listened to that podcast, it's a really good listen. I'm really jealous. She got to meet Lester Holt. I love Lester Holt. Mm. He does NBC Nightly News. So Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to try – we need to try to see – uh, a time that works now so one of the reasons why i was having difficulty filming recording that this weekend was because i thought it was pride weekend and i'm tabling you know uh pride with the aclu of arkansas and i had other stuff that i had to do for pride weekend but now that it's not i can make it maybe we can try to make it work this mm-hmm. saturday I'll, i remember I'll re- it's not just pride weekend it's a whole pride month yes <laughs> yes and that's one thing that i was talking about with Elena before we started recording like i know it's pride month because I think i even made a post on twitter about it i think i shared some stuff but um for some reason i i started seeing people on instagram you know going out to party with pride colors and my mind did not click that it was pride month i was like oh i guess it's pride weekend so my mind thought that this weekend was pride weekend but it's not it's pride month so just we have the whole month to you know as allies or folks in the lgbtq community to celebrate and hopefully you know uh we can do more things in the future to not only support the LGBTQ community, but also, you know, not make, not pass any laws that hurt them. I think that's, we, we as, as Arkansas, I think we're like the last in like LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah we're one of the worst. We have like the worst laws <coughs> uh, and just worst attempts of, of passing laws in our state. Yeah. Um, I feel like the, the trans community is always under attack because people don't understand them uh, here in Arkansas or don't want to understand them. You know, mm-hmm. people in power, people 
in all these different communities that are conservative, and that's very unfortunate because they're some of the best people I've ever met. Uh, and we've had the chance to interview folks, you know, from the trans community here. We had, you know, also folks from the drag community as well, which is really cool. And, uh, you know, we try our best to be as inclusive and, and, and educate people on issues, but sometimes people just don't want to learn it. Yeah. Sometimes people are just, you know, their minds are closed, their hearts are closed, and that's sad for them. You know, I think there's a whole, uh, I think there's a whole just deep hole of people who don't know. Um, it's like really dark. You mm-hmm. know, they're really in a hole, and then they just see the same thing, watch the same thing, hear the same people, an echo chamber, and then um, it's just hard for them to get out of it sometimes. Yeah, definitely. It's very unfortunate because, I mean, I, I would think about, you know, what they could have with a with a friendship with a trans person or someone of the LGBT community and going to their events. Look, every time I go to Pride, like the Pride March, um, you always leave, like, with such good vibes from there. I don't know. What, I think what it is. I was going to say I don't know what it is, but I think I know what it is. You know, people are happy. People are celebrating and people are being welcoming and inclusive um and even if it is for just a moment you know to uh just have fun with each other and and it's a space where there's a bunch of good people with good intentions so i think that that really makes it vibrant but every time i go to the pride parade i always leave with such a good feeling you know it was like it was just love you know and i feel like a lot of us that are raised in like catholic homes sometimes have that stigma you know that um you know, that, that people just look down or are afraid to, to interact with the LGBTQ community. I was very lucky that my parents weren't, like, super Catholic to the point that, that they were against, you know, the LGBTQ community. When I was a little kid, like, my, my, I used to get my haircuts from a uh, trans person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I remember in our neighborhood, there was people that called that, that man uh, names, yeah. you know, they, and, they'd, and they'd make fun of me. They'd be like, oh, this person's coming to cut your hair again, like yeah. blah, blah. But like my parents never really showed me that any person was like different. Like everyone yeah. was just a person and that's where I, what I took them as. So I was very like blessed to be raised by parents like that. Um, but I know a lot of people had it way different, Yeah, you know, and that's, yeah. and that's understanding. But I feel like as adults, we have to make decisions, uh, uh, to treat people right doesn't matter like who they are where they come from you know mm-hmm. what they what religion they practice or, or who, what they identify as individuals also i think the biggest thing is like get off of your screen and meet real people you mm-hmm. know actually because you can yeah. i feel like that's what really what feeds people's minds you know is just what they see and read online and it's like no i mean have you been out have you ever gone to a drag show you know have you ever done these things you know do you know people who are actually going through those struggles and how hard it is to you know actually get um, hormones or how expensive that is for them um, you know and all those things or just even just hearing their stories just listening to them listening to how they feel in their own bodies but you know I'm excited that we're going to give them a platform this month and where you've Mm -hmm. got some really exciting guests coming in the future so Mm -hmm. that'll be fun yeah and like like I said at the beginning episode 200 is coming up uh, which I'm trying to confirm someone that I really look up to for that episode. So hopefully we can make it happen. Uh, we're in, in talks about that. Um, but we also want to do like a like a celebration. Uh, you know, I've, I've already talked to folks at, at the Otsol, which I love the Otsol. You know, they worked with me for that DACA fundraiser that we did, which yeah. was great. We were able to raise a good amount of money. And uh, we're using that for sc- DACA scholarships like ASAP. We have a big list of people that want DACA scholarships and we don't have enough money. Uh, we have enough for like three scholarships right now. 
because it's expensive. It's $495, you know, for to uh, renew your DACA permit. And right now, uh, Judge Hainan, who's the judge that's looking at the legalities of DACA, is in the process of, of, of making a decision on, on if he thinks that DACA is, is, a, is a legal uh, executive order or not. So people are waiting to see what's going to happen with DACA. But in the meantime, people need to renew. They yeah. need to get that, you know, that renewal done just in case something happens. Hopefully, they'll still... Um, they'll still take in consideration that people already applied for their permit and they should let them, like, you know, stay with whatever two or three years they have left in their permit. But we don't know what's going to happen. But, like I was saying, you know, um, we're going to be giving those scholarships out and I'm thankful for Soul to partner with us, that partnered with us on, on uh, Cinco de Mayo, which is not a holiday I celebrate, you know, but in, I was trying to be like, okay, if, if people are going to go out to drink on this day, might as well do something, you know, to benefit our community. Uh, and and we partnered with the Odd Soul. And I say we a lot, but it was actually just me, you know, because <laughs> um, I do have a team when it comes to, like, reviewing um, who we're going to be able to help out and all these different things. But I'm the person that's, like, doing almost everything. Yeah. Um, in regards to, like, setting up events, you know, all these different things. And, um, and yeah, we were, we were there and a lot of people showed up that day. I don't think I ever gave an update on that on the podcast, No. but a lot of people showed up, uh, people that I had never seen at the Odd Soul, um, a lot of brown people, but then also a lot of white people and some black people too, you know, that heard about, they heard about the fundraiser and the Odd Soul not only gave us the proceeds of what was sold during that time frame that we were there, but they also... Uh, did like a box that said DACA fundraiser mm-hmm. donations, and they gave us that money too. People donated money on their cash. It was just a beautiful, a beautiful thing. Um, I was there for a little bit after all my friends had left because there were still people there, mm-hmm. and I still wanted to, you know, be there until the time that I had said would be the fundraiser. And people were coming up to me and just saying that like they're really appreciative of uh, what I was doing, and um, and they were there to support, you know documented folks in our area because there's so many yeah a lot of times yeah. you don't you don't even know who's documented right because mm-hmm. um, they're scared to talk about it or or just you just never know and we have to try our best you know to support those people there's so many people that need help not enough money yeah that's the unfortunate thing but um we're making those changes yeah, yeah. Tr- trying to and there's a lot of good lawyers out there that sometimes help people out for free yeah um the just only bad payment Part. yeah that's the only yeah. that's a 495 dollars <laughs> it's a lot of money yeah you know like thankfully you know myra and i you know we've been able to afford it and stuff because you know we have decently good paying jobs but um 495 dollars is a lot of money i remember you know there was times where i was working at arvest bank and you would think that you'd be getting paid good right because you work at a bank but you know probably wouldn't it probably would be able to afford it but we'd be like picking up scraps to make it work, you know? Yeah. So I imagine the other folks, especially because things got, have gotten more expensive. Yeah. Like, and I mean, the youngest people who have DACA right now are what, like 22, 21? Mm-hmm. I, think that, I think that's whenever they had stopped. Most of them are about that age. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, I remember being that age because it wasn't that long ago. It's for you, you know, it was longer. <laughs> <Flex>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah. no, it's like, you know, you, you, yeah, yeah you know, $500 that you've got to put aside on top of rent and, you know, whatever else you've got on top of, you know, school payments, because a lot of them do go to school. You know, these are people yeah. who who really do 
care and give back, work at nonprofits or working anywhere and everywhere, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and they don't always have those jobs, too. You know, sometimes they're just people who are working at Walmart, people who start mm -hmm. their own businesses. It could be anyone. So. Construction, poultry factories. I've met people from yeah. all walks of life that yeah. have DACA. Um, but I, but I was what I was trying to get at before I derailed was that um, we want to have the 200th episode yes. celebration at the Odd Soul. Um, I've already talked to them. They've agreed to it. It probably be it's gonna be a weird day. It's gonna be a weird day like that we that we do it on. Uh, it'd be it'd probably be a Monday that we the day that we'd have to do it on because that's that's like their less busy busiest day. Yeah. And I think they might actually usually close on that day. I okay. believe. So um, it works for them because there's going to be a good amount of people there. They'll show up and, and they'll have their workers there and stuff. But did you figure out if we can have a DJ, maybe do some of the comedy skits? Any of anyone who wants to. Did you see, were, were you here when we interviewed the DJs? Mm, yes. Yeah, I was here with the DJs, with the House of Unts. I'm going to hold them accountable for what they said. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. said they said they would DJ that day. So <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to them. Um, I don't know. I, I think that's still up in the air what we would be able to do. I don't want to do too much because then it becomes overwhelming and then I can't, like, celebrate, you know, yeah. and just vibe with people. But if we can do the DJ part, at least, that'd be great. I mean, we could give uh, Frisco over here five minutes to, <laughs> to give us a little <laughs> five-minute set before yeah. to open up, you know. Uh, that'd be pretty cool, too. But, yeah, it'd probably do something at the Odd Soul. probably be on Monday, maybe from, like, seven to nine or something yeah um and just maybe get a little get a little cake with a 200 on it or something <laughs> and and just just celebrate because it is a milestone you know to be able to do this for 200 episodes to build all these different relations relationships to support each other uh community wise whether it being like supporting small businesses supporting a political movement supporting uh someone's you know musical career too mm -hmm. i think it's super special and I'm just really uh, grateful for the people that have been on this podcast. But then I'm also very proud of ourselves for what we've been able to yeah, accomplish. Yeah, no, give yourself a pat on the back because I remember yeah. the first couple locations, you know, every and the beginning, you know, it was kind of <laughs> like, hey, where is it going to be at today? And, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> now we're uh, here in the studio. Yeah, now we're here in the studio. We've got headphones. Shout out KUAF. So. Shout out the uh, Furman Gardner Performance Studio, which is where we're at. Um, and yeah, it's just it's one of those things that you have to. You have to celebrate the big victories, but you also have to celebrate the small victories in life yeah. because life is short. So you got to appreciate it when you have it. And then also just vibe with good people that are in your life. You know, um, we didn't talk about you going to California either. So what, what's up with that? I remember you telling yes. me that y'all were driving over there. huh? Yes. So it was my first uh, family vacation in a while and it wasn't all of us who went. But I mean, it was it was a good time. I went for my cousin's baptism. And my tia was also having her baby shower. So um, shout out my tia. She's probably almost about to give birth here soon. So, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, But no, so they live in a really nice part. They live in like close to San Luis Obispo. So we stayed right by the beach. We got like an mm. Airbnb by Grover Beach. And it was really beautiful. Um, and lots of good food too. They had like um, some ribs right by the beach, which... Oh never thought about that combo mm -hmm. a lot of people that little beach that we were by like um there's people with their four with like their four by fours like you know they had their four wheelers too like mm -hmm. beach done little i don't know what they're called so it was like a very active and fun beach um lots of fire pits and stuff but it was just and then we went to downtown la and we got to see um uh we went to the collejones so it's like a little swap meet kind of but not mm. and so you know you can get like lots of like um 
fruta and like my sister's got a turtle named Dante. From there? <laughs> yes. Okay. I really wanted a turtle. They got turtles. They got anything and everything you could think of. You know, for quinceañeras, a lot of people go over there because you can get like, you know, a lot of things for the party over there. They also have beautiful dresses. They have people who mm. make dresses. That's in downtown LA? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's in downtown LA. But it is interesting. <laughs> There's a lot of interesting things in downtown LA. My, so my mom is originally from um, uh, South Central LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, like close to South Central and um, she grew up kind of close to downtown LA and whenever we went she's like holy this is really nice now like you know mm-hmm. there's really nice like apartments like luxury apartments and it's I guess safer quote-unquote mm-hmm. but still by like 7 p.m. or so everything everything on the streets was cleared out Damn. the shutters were put on you know because it gets it there's a lot of homeless people because mm-hmm. you're right next to the Hotel Cecil yeah. So if you've ever seen anything about the Hotel Cecil and how many homeless people there are right there. I told you I was there, right? right? There. Yeah. I told you I went there. No. I was there. You did? You did get to go inside and stuff? Uh, no, I was okay. outside. Outside, yeah. I think like three years ago. No. The first time I went to LA was probably three years ago. Yeah. And I was like, and look, for me, it wasn't dangerous. For me, it was like, I don't know if it's because I work with a lot of homeless people and 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 uh or some people like to use the phrase uh what is it is it house insecure mm-hmm. i think is the term that sometimes people have corrected me on and i don't know if it's because i work a lot with them then when i was in downtown la i was just kind of like no big deal but then i also know i have a privilege of being a man mm-hmm. and maybe it's a more safer environment for me when i'm walking down cuz i was walking downtown la like nothing like i was yeah. walking what do they call that that place in downtown LA where there's a, a big uh, house and secure population? Uh, Skid Row. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. Like I walked down there. I was by the Cecil and everything and it um, wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, I grew up I grew up in California too. So then coming out here was a big change. Yeah. But, you know, there's definitely like I know how to hold myself in a city. Mm-hmm. You know, my time in New York, I felt fine. I kind of knew like how to walk and how to like not look at people, not look at people and stuff like that. So, um, but I do know people where it's not natural for them, you know, and you're yeah. kind of, you have to keep an extra eye on them, make sure you mm-hmm. hold their hand. <laughs> so they What's don't get sad lost. is like when you're in downtown LA, seeing the big, uh, the big uh, population of like people that are, that have mental illnesses. Mental illnesses and people drug screaming. usage. Yeah. We saw like a man with no legs and talking to himself and like, is that t- that type of that's stuff is really sad. hard, and and I think at the end of the day, that's something I I did some reporting on homelessness back in 2020, and that's something that you know we had to look into, which is not just mental illness, but there's this mindset that happens to people who believe they just can't accomplish. They've been let down so many times that owning a home or trying to live anywhere is just it's just not worth it because yeah. they feel like it's just gonna come down at the end you know mm-hmm. um so you know there's there's a different mindset that happens but it's like uh, and you think about that you know a lot of their environment or how they were raised you know maybe they maybe they were like the way that they were taught they just didn't believe in themselves because mm-hmm. of how they were raised or just because of, of how society has has um, treated them you know and there's folks that have some sort of of like a record like a criminal record yeah a lot of people don't want to hire them a lot of people don't want to be around them. So all these different things, like, it messes up with your psyche. Yeah, it does. You know? And and it's, it's some, yeah, it's a lot of that. But, no, I mean, like, I mean, for the most part, most of my family, we we like the big city. Uh, my sister's not so much. They're, they're, they like the small town. 
Um, but it was a it was a really great time. A lot of good food. A lot of In and Out. I love In and Out. So, <laughs> um, and just we drove through a lot of California. Um, and it was really beautiful. I mean, a lot of people sometimes think of just like Hollywood, but the mountains and the vineyards and, you know, the, the orange trees, you know, mm. the cuties and like all of those things that you get to see the agriculture life out there. And, mm. and it's all green right there. And where my uncle lives, it's very mountainy. And like mm. we went through so many mountains and stuff and it was just it was beautiful. And we were right by what is it, the one oh two or the one? Which is like bad at highways or freeways. It's one of the famous ones where you're literally just right there by the west coast mm. and you just see the ocean the entire time. And it's just it's it's very gorgeous, you know, really gotta appreciate, you know, Earth. And it was around Earth Day too, so <laughs> that's always my favorite, like um really just getting to and then the drive over there too, just seeing like through New Mexico and like Arizona. Like, I know families I will, will sometimes get in a fight when they're all driving together. Any any fights happen in your in your oh, car, Elena? So we rented a car, which was really nice. <laughs> Y'all fight for the ox auxiliary cord or what? Um, not really, <laughs> not really. We well, the thing was was like it was a big car. I think it was like a Ford Expedition. It was mm. really nice. Uh, we all have old beat up used cars. No debt, you know, no car debt, yeah. but an old beat up car. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so everybody kind of had their own space. And cool. if someone was talking crap from the very back, you couldn't hear it from the front because oh. <laughs> we had the music up there. And like, did y'all have so. like the, is it one of those cars that has a uh, USB? So it you had, can it had charge your phone. Oh, they even had a wireless charging. It was nice. Okay. It was a really nice. Sometimes car. they have them in the back too, which is cool. Yeah, you can charge your car, your phone in the back. No, they did. They had like they had outlets. Mm. They had outlets. They had USB things. They had wireless charging. I mean, it was fancy for us. I mean, like I said, we kind of had the whole screen. You know, it was That's nice. Cool. It was nice. Yeah. So, one one of the um, whenever I went to because I went again to LA like five months ago, I think for a Bell Project conference. And I got there on, I think it was like Wednesday. I think it might have been Wednesday. No, no, no. I got there on Monday, and the conference was like Tuesday through Wednesday. Yeah. So I got there like a day early. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go check out Hollywood at night because I had never been there at night. I had been there during the day, did the whole Walk of Fame thing, all the different things. Uh, and it was kind of sad, you know? You know, there was a lot of, like, uh, mentally ill people on the street. Mm-hmm. Um it just seemed really dark. I went to karaoke. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever talked about this, but I think I mentioned it to Myra. I went to this bar while I was waiting for a museum or something to open. I forgot what it was. But I was at, I went to this bar, and they were doing karaoke, right? And I was like, you know what? I might try to sing a karaoke song because, like, I don't know anybody yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> what do you have if to I lose? If I suck, like, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Like, I'm just going to make a fool out of myself. Like, I don't care. And then I started seeing people sing and everybody knew how to sing. And then I was like, wait, we're in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone out here trying to make it. <laughs> Everybody's out here trying to make it. Everybody was an amazing singer. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to dip. I don't think I'm going to I don't think I'm going to sing. But literally everyone in that bar could sing. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. And I was like, man, I forgot where I was at. Yeah. You know, like uh definitely don't want they're going to be like, okay, this guy's definitely not here to make it. Yeah. This guy's just chilling and stuff. But yeah, I I I don't know. I really like going to visit LA, Hollywood, all those places. I don't know. Something about it is kind of lively during the day. I like going to the beaches and stuff, but at night it was kind of sad. Yeah, no. At you night, know? it definitely see see the difference. Same with whenever I went to New York last year. Um, we didn't stay out much at night 
because it does it's a different you know it's a different environment and um did you see the the air over there in new york right now yeah i know that's crazy it's crazy it's crazy and it's all because it's canadian wildfires mm-hmm. right yeah ca- from canada and it's affecting our air quality too so if you got asthma or anything out there you know gotta be careful has it started reaching over here too yeah 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 our or you can look you can see our air quality on your app okay. you can go to like the There's epi for that <laughs> Yeah, I think on your weather app, it tells you your okay. air quality. Because uh, I think, wasn't like <laughs> New York rated like the worst air quality yes. in the world? Yeah, it's purple the there. Day. Here it's like orange. Someone said it looks like uh, the way Hollywood makes Mexico look like. You know in movies? <laughs> yeah. You know, they, always give us that, they always give us that yellow tint <laughs> <laughs> in movies. Uh, but we laugh, but it's kind of sad and it it's, it's kind of scary. You know, specifically like, I mean, anything that we inhale like affects us in some way, you know, to our health. So I'm thinking about not only the people over there, but, like, the little animals over there, too. Mm-hmm. Like, dang. And is there even, like, have you even heard of, like, of them talking about how long that's going to last? You know, I listen to the news every morning because <laughs> it's my job, yeah, you know. Because you, you work there. Yeah, <laughs> work, yeah but, like, at, like, national news. And I didn't listen to that part. And I was like, man, that was the one part I actually wanted to listen to this yeah. morning. <laughs> you need to Google that. Yeah. Figure I think out, they like, said a couple weeks. I have a coworker who's going to New York next week, and she's like, "Bad time to go." Yeah, they're they're not letting people fly in because of how bad it is. I saw Mm. this time lapse that the New York Times posted on Instagram from like six a.m. to like four p.m. Yeah, it was crazy. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's I'm glad we get to live here about those people, and hopefully they don't have we don't have too much of that come over here. um, Yeah, because we don't know how it's going to affect people's health. Um, but one of the things which I was telling you, Elena, that, that I want to do a separate episode about like the, our traveling, like Myra's and I is traveling to, to Mexico, um, for her, on her advanced parole for the first time. Cause there's a lot of, a lot of details there. And I really want to do like a, a rundown of, of how you can apply for advanced parole. Um, what you can kind of expect, you know, going to Mexico, coming back, and uh, and specifically for people that haven't gone to Mexico in like 20-something years or have never gone since they came over here, you know, how the experience might be. Because I know every, everybody's experience is different, but there are several components that I feel can kind of relate to everyone in regards to that that journey. So I'll probably be doing that episode with Maida in the future. But what I did want to talk about just a little bit about, you know, us going to Mexico. Uh, it was quite an emotional journey uh for Myra more than me, obviously, because I've been to Mexico. Last time I was there was like nine years ago. Um, but for her, seeing all her family and everything was like such a wild experience. Everybody wanted to like drag us to their house, you know, be like, hey, you haven't seen this person in like 14 years. You haven't, this lady hasn't seen you in this long, blah, blah, yeah. all these different things, yeah. which is a really cool experience to see. Um, talking about in and out whenever we were heading to Mexico, we were driving to Dallas cause we were going to take off from there. And, uh, Myra's cousin, Erica lives there and she was allowing us to stay at her, at her home. Um, and we, I was like, I want in and out, you know, so let's stop at her in and out. Let's, let's stop at the nearest one. Once we reached the Dallas area and our GPS sent us to the McAllen, Texas, uh, in and out. Yeah. And then we were driving there and then we we're like, wait a minute, McAllen, Texas, the shooting just happened yesterday there at the at the outlet mall. Oh wow! Yeah. And then when we got off the highway to get into In and Out, right. It's right there. Right next. Yeah, I've been there. To, I did to not that, the outlets. Right. I've been to those oh, outlets. Yeah, where that H and M was. That's where I literally like we go out to the Oof. outlets and yeah. Was, they My said sister goes there, there all the time too. Yeah, she texted scary. me. Yeah. And she was like, we were just there, 
a few weeks ago and we were thinking about going back again soon and that's scary like i don't think i've ever been i don't think i've ever seen like a a national uh tragedy like that happen and then me be there either the day of or the day after it's happened to me a lot oh really yeah it has like which one which one do you remember um there was a shooting that had happened maybe it was a close shooting but uh, at the court dallas court system Mm. and my mom has immigration court there all the time that's where the immigration court is literally the day before and like we we had all gone down there and it was just like it was that like same time and then back in like 20 there was um a shooting that had happened maybe in kansas city or tulsa um and we were there the night after. This one was just this one was just a police brutality one though, mm. uh, police brutality. Some uh, I, d- I don't remember now. Um, it just left my mind. Still but horrible. Yeah. And then you know they had the protests going on. Yeah. Um, and um, Memphis a couple times. Um, oh, and then just like a bunch of tragedies that we we were always really close to. Um, so in my my mind sometimes like I do always think like. Um, if something were to happen right now, what would I do? Who do I grab? Mm-hmm. What do I, you know? But I've realized that I, I've kind of like let that go recently, which is really weird. Whenever it was my graduation, for example, because the one that just happened at a graduation, um, I was like, damn, if that would have happened here, I, I don't know what I would have done. I was wearing heels. My feet were already blistered up because I was late to my yeah. graduation and I was yeah. running around. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah. But back to your side, you're saying that you guys were really close to that. You guys went to that in and yeah, out. Yeah, we passed right. We passed right next to it, and uh, I took some pictures and stuff. Yeah, it hit Myra really hard because Myra's a, like a super empath. I'm an empath. Like I, I am very good at empathizing with people. Like I feel people's emotions. When I walk into a room, I can feel the room. But Myra does it like times five. Yeah. So like she just like like I feel like she started feeling all these different. Not only, like, the police officers that were there thinking about the victims. Like, there was a, a news helicopter above us, too. Yeah. And it kind of, I don't want to say it messed her up, but it just got her in a very, like, uh, dark mental state thinking about all of that. And, you know, she was crying. And, and, uh, and yeah, we just kind of took a moment to just kind of take it in, yeah. you know. And I don't think our burgers even tasted that good, to be honest, afterwards. Yeah. It probably, they probably were good, but we just couldn't, like, really enjoy them. Because we were like, wow, like this literally happened right here. Yeah. Someone literally lost their lives. But going back to what you said about like preparing yourself, I still do that nowadays mm-hmm. for thinking like what what would happen if in this situation, uh, you know, someone comes in, what would I do? In movie theaters, it happens to me a lot. Yeah. Because you know how like that, that yeah. whole movie theater shooting in Aurora uh, Colorado happened. Yeah. yeah. Like I think about that. One time I saw, <laughs> man, one time I was in a movie theater and this guy comes in with like a matrix jacket, right? Mm-hmm. And I know those matrix jackets have stereotypes that people think that like They've you know got the um, that there's problems with that. But this person came in with the matrix jacket with one hand in their pocket, Mm-mm. not in the pockets outside, inside their <laughs> coat. And he was looking like suspicious, you know, just coming in like that. And I'm like, uh, and I could not enjoy the movie. I was literally trying to see where he was at the whole time that I was in the movie. And, uh, you know, thinking like, okay, if something happens, how can I like get Myra <laughs> out or mm-hmm. like, you know, all these different things. And that's sad that we're at that point, you mm-hmm. know, that, that, uh, we're just so concerned because we never know what's going to happen. You know, yeah. we don't know who is having a bad day, who's going through it mentally, who's mad at the world. And a lot of these people, the, the, the unfortunate, you know, 
when I was about to go to Mexico and I was leaving from Texas, at first, for the few weeks before I left to Mexico, I was concerned for my health, for my, uh, not only health, but I was concerned that something was going to happen in Mexico. I was concerned that, because, yeah. you know, people here in the U.S., we make Mexico to be an even more dangerous place, place than what it is. And I was like, man, like, I hope nothing happens. I hope I don't get confused for anybody, all these different things. But that day, since we were leaving literally two days after the Texas uh, thing, um, I felt more safe in Mexico than I did in Texas. You know, I was like, kind of feel safer being over here than being over there, you know. And the thing is, in Mexico, most of the time, people get killed uh, for getting involved with something, you mm-hmm. know. Or sometimes, unfortunately, being confused, right, mm-hmm. uh, for someone else. But here in the U.S., you just get killed for being in the wrong place at the wrong time a lot of the times. People just having a bad day and they just want to shoot people yeah. in schools, you know, at yeah. outlet malls, at malls just in general. Yeah. So it's normal for us to kind of be scared of what could happen. But I think we have to th- we have to try to, like, not let it take over, you know, our lives because then we'll always be in fear. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I've had my moments in Mexico. I've had my moments in Mexico. What? Of, I mean. Of being in the wrong place at the wrong time? Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely moments. I mean, nobody's out. I mean, the clubs, things will be open late at night, but nobody's out at that time. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely been pulled over by the cops. And, you know, they have their giant AR-15s and question you Bro, a lot. I saw one of those for in person for the first time. Mm-hmm. We were driving and there was a truck with two guys inside of it. And then one guy outside of it with the with the gun. Yeah. Like yeah, the, one of the, the, the patrol police. I'm like, jeez. So yeah. I'm like, man, this is this is uh, scary. Yeah, on top of being a journalist, you know, you don't, I don't, I mean, if I, I got to hide parts of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to hide parts of me. You know, I, I know I know way too many things and, and uh, stories. And my own family has been victims to things that sh- they shouldn't have been. Mm. So, so, you know, it doesn't, uh, I don't know. That, that's a hard one, you know. I think if you're, like, with your family and, you know, you're you're doing what you should be doing, then you're good, you know. Yeah, You've that's got. what we did. Exactly. Like, we so you'll be fine. Ex- you keep your head low. Don't look at people. Uh, and there, all, so. of course, there always is a, t- a situation where you can just be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. My mom yeah. was telling me about a time that uh, just like two years ago where when they were in Mexico, someone that they knew was at a taco, at a taco uh, shop at the wrong time. And they were trying to shoot someone else and they shot him. Yep. Yeah. And he died. Yeah. You know? So things like that happen. I mean, unfortunately for us, you know, when we went to Mexico this time, we just stuck with our with Myra's family and we didn't really go anywhere like public. We ate at, you know, their house, their houses and stuff, their aunt's yeah. houses. They all cook amazing food and everything. Yes. So we didn't really go out much. And I felt like I was being protected by the people of, of their town because they all knew Myra since she was a little girl. Mm-hmm. And they know her family since it's such a big family. That I felt like protected. Yeah. At all times, but that's good. She had made a couple posts, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this made me cry!" Like, yeah. she she has like you know going to her t- hometown and like seeing all these things and stuff, and it just like like it hit. Like I was like, I, I can't get that. wait till we record that episode because I feel like it's gonna be a very there's a lot of stuff that once you know some of the stuff that we experience, like even on our way over there, diff- different things that like little signs from. If you want to say God, if you want to say uh, the universe um, that are like, wow, 
and then experiencing all that. Like the episode's gonna be super powerful. So I'm looking forward to it, just giving her time whenever she feels comfortable yeah. to do it, you know? I'm excited for it. I'm excited. Yeah, it should yeah. be it should be it'll be beautiful. It should be a good one. And uh but yeah, I think one of the cool things that I also wanted to mention before we end this podcast episode, Elena, is about stuff that are happening in the community. Maybe we can kind of talk a little bit about the different things that we know of, events that we know of, things that are happening. Um, I want to talk first about, you know, the Mas Libritos yes. event. It's people will be able to attend because it's this, once they hear this episode, it's going to be early in the day. So you can still attend the event if you don't know about it and you're listening about it, you're listening to it for the first time. Mas Libritos is doing a soft opening. Um, they will, they have tickets available. Uh, I believe this is a public event. I believe she's posted about it on her, on her page. But if, if for some reason you can't make this soft opening, there's going to be a grand opening happening too. I forgot if it's this month or if it's next month. Elena, let's see who gets to our, uh, <laughs> Instagram first, um, and figures that out. But I think, I think it's going to be this, I think it's going to be this month. Well, but she's got a couple things on here. Soft opening definitely is, yeah, this Saturday, right? Is that the 10th? Yeah. From 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And then I don't see the grand opening. I'm still looking myself. But soft opening is this Saturday. Um, once again, like Elena said, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. 1602 East Robinson Avenue, Suite D um, in Springdale, Arkansas. Um, so we're, we're Bites and Bowls has been mm-hmm. for a while and it's going to be there um i don't think she's posted the the I grand think once after the soft opening that might be yeah they'll probably they'll probably post about it there so keep an eye out for that also by the time this episode comes out the uh the um presentation i don't know if it's a presentation but uh former guest uh francisco fresco valencia who was here uh two episodes three episodes back um will be have performed at black apple um this thursday which is cool one thing i do want to clarify though because i think there was miscommunication on my part or on on um, francisco's part um black apple has had latino comics before um they've had several i think we were under the the impression that they hadn't but maybe it was just a miscommunication because we hadn't seen any like promotion or anything like that and that's that's our fault uh, but there has been Latino comics at Black Apple before. Um, just I don't think there's been any local ones because I don't think there's a lot of local <laughs> Latino comics. Yeah. Uh, I know Frisco doesn't even know one. So I think Frisco might be the only one at the moment. But I also don't want to say that because I don't know 100%, <laughs> right? Just don't know 100%. There might be someone out there that is a comic but maybe hasn't been as visible, Latino comic. But I did want to put that out there that I wanted to correct what we said three episodes back. Black Apple has um, brought in Latino comics. They've just been from other areas. And maybe a lot of us haven't um, had not seen the promotion or had not been there at that time whenever they were performing. Um, but, yeah, by the time that this comes out, Frisco would have already performed at Black Apple. Um, but Frisco will be doing other uh shows so keep an eye out for him he's really trying to you know put like his community out there and 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 really represent um so we should try to support him and and i've never seen him live in person like uh performing this is gonna be the first time when we go this thursday um so i'm looking forward to that and he that's today yeah that's today And uh, he he really hyped himself up for the, in that episode. So he he I told him I was like, man, I'm going in this thinking you're about to like 
Dave Chappelle, <laughs> uh, Fluffy, us over here. Um, so uh, definitely go check out that show. Hey, That'll and I know there's a lot of funny brown people out here. So you guys need to yeah. go up there and get on that mic. You guys will like, be good. Yeah, like maybe. <laughs> and I think he's he's also trying to encourage that. He's trying to yeah. tell people like, hey, like I'm here to advise you. Now that he's been doing all these different shows and now he's like headlining different places and stuff. Uh, and it was a year. Last year he was just starting. Yeah. Whenever we interviewed him for the first time, he was just starting. And he's just grown so much. I've I've seen on his Instagram, he's been putting in the work. Like he shows up to like four or five open mics every every week. Wow. And uh, and I've just been seeing how his audience has grown and his support has grown. So um, th- if you can't make it to the show that happened that happened by the time that you listen <laughs> to this episode on Thursday, please try to show up to any other shows. Follow him on Instagram. I think his name's like Frisco uh, Hog something Hog. I forgot what it is. <laughs> uh, he has a, a weird Instagram <laughs> name, um, but just look up. Uh, Francisco Valencia on Instagram or on or on uh, Facebook and and go show some love to his shows. Um, and you do you have a good uh, since you've been there? I think to the uh, Interform mm-hmm. events. Any any information you want to give out on that? Um, on any exhibits or anything? Let's see. If you're if you do go um, down to downtown Springdale, most of those places should be open. Um, and you know, they're open to the public. So you just go over there. They've got a wide set of, um, stuff going on. They've got retail spaces. They also just have stuff to show off art. And a lot of them is coming from like your friends. Um, I know I helped out Jasper pick out some of the people. I don't know if he said that, but, (laughs) 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 um, you know, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, that's good and stuff. And, you know, we try to look at like locally too, um, which is really cool, you know, supporting your friends who have their own businesses or who have done their own work um, is really awesome to see it displayed and also just the happiness that they get from doing it. Um, I know Jasper's, he's probably got some, uh, he's done some open mics. Um, so like, you know, some rapping here and there, and then they're also going to have like interviews with the artists themselves. And it's just a really open community right there and also you can buy a lot of clothing really nice clothing some stuff is really affordable too um right there at at his spot his is at 313 meadow so right next to the medium and then the medium has some really cool art exhibits too in theirs um so it's like you know if you're ever just like chilling down in downtown springdale just walk around and go into the the places they're open and free so so many cool things happening. Also on June 17th, which we'll have Anthony Ball here talking about it next week, uh, the Freedom Festival in downtown oh, yeah. Springdale celebrating Juneteenth. Young Jock. Yeah. Who else there. is going to be there? Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. First uh, of the month, man. That's my song. Every <laughs> first of the month, I sing my, I call all of my brother and we sing it to each other. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, you better be there then. I know. You better perform it's f- that. It's a free concert too. Yeah, I know. You I know? know. I'm excited. One of the things that we also need to talk about, which is going to happen also on this Saturday, um, whenever you hear this episode, is Her Set, Her Sound. Yes. It's this weekend. Uh, by the time that this episode comes out, unfortunately, you might have missed the performance by our former guest, Susie Q, who's performing on Friday. But on Saturday, when you're listening to this episode, June 10th, Prairie Street Live uh, headlining will be DJ Queen Agnes. Um, and they'll have multiple DJs throughout the entire day. Um, I believe that one. Let me see. I'm trying to figure out the time on that. Um I don't see a time on the flyer, but what I can say is that it'll probably start around like 6 p.m., maybe 5 p.m. Let me pull this up here real quick. Um, it's do do do. 
I don't think that there's any times on the flyer. So I would just say show up by 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. at Prairie Street Live, and they'll they'll probably be uh, starting at that time. But I went last year uh, to my first Her Set Her Sound Festival, and it was a good time. It was outside. The weather was nice. They had drinks, and uh, people were just vibing. So make sure you check out Her Set Her Sound. And if you see, um, and if you see Robin out there, um, she is the organizer, the lead organizer for the event. Um, and uh, yeah, talk to her, give her, give her some love, and she's doing a lot of good work with her set, her sound, and uh, it's a festival that hopefully grows more every year. Yeah, House of Uns has got something I think on the seventeenth. Yeah, that's not so. the one that sold out, is it? I might be. Oh, that might be. I don't I know. I think that's yeah. the one that sold out. Yeah. So, hey, whenever these people put this stuff out, you need to get them because we're out here supporting them. So yeah. if you're not, someone else will. And you know what? Let's give some some love to um, the the folks at Rail Yard Live, which but unfortunately, by the time you listen to this episode, the event would have happened because it's happening on Friday. But they're doing a free concert um and, and this is just kind of just to put it in your radar for future references for so you can keep an eye out on mm-hmm. them. Rail Yard Live and Rogers working with La Seta. They're doing a free concert this Friday, uh, June 9th with La Banda La Nueva de Guanajuato, which is pretty cool because, I mean, my family's from Guanajuato. So, you know, I always try to support Guanajuato people. But they're doing a free concert um, from 7 to 10 p.m. If you haven't been to the Rail Yard Live, it's really cool. It's in downtown Rogers. It's the big white, like, auditorium-looking thing. It's an open space. So if the weather's bad, remember, like, it's open outside. So, yeah. Um, But, yeah, they've, they've highlighted all types of artists there, too, and have definitely put some banda. And, like, I know I've seen some local some no some local artists I think that's another thing that perform there too yeah yeah for free so, yes free, it's, it's and it's free yeah it's free 99 yes like, come on you like, just wh- what else you want there's drinks all around yeah. the area you can and look walk and even, drink they're not even paying us to do this we're just literally saying it because it's because <laughs> we want people to enjoy free things. rogers little chamber hit us I up know, hit us up please <laughs> <laughs> cash app <laughs> cash app us um, uh, but no for real like i think w- one of the cool things that we need to try to do more is to like talk about events yeah community events i was thinking about that so i think for sure for sure for sure for sure for sure by the 200th episode we will have the website finalized i put it on the back burner put it on the back burner but we could put we can update that i i forgot about it i'm not gonna lie but it's okay (laughs) it'll be done it will be done (laughs) last stuff has been happening follow us on tiktok too i put clips there all the time of all the different interviews that we do ig facebook twitter you know, I need I need some help with social media. <laughs> Try to get it. Then I do TikTok. She was like, I don't do TikTok. Uh, I'm okay. like, okay. <laughs> well, just give me the login. I'll learn it. I'll learn it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's the end of episode for for this week. Just wanted to do a little episode where we, you know, just chat. I think we're going to try to do this once a month where we can just kind of catch up on things and then also uh, inform people about things happening in the community. And sometimes we'll have other guest co-hosts join us that are not like specifically guests or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Just people that... Uh, there's there's a good amount of people that would love to be like guest co-hosts. Yes, and I think it'd be it'd be cool, you know, to either add another uh, person here to add a different dynamic, mm-hmm. you know, to our to our show. So we'll definitely be doing that after episode 200. Um, but for everybody listening, that was episode 193 of the District Three podcast. Please support all the people that we mentioned that have events coming up, or or uh, just people in general that you hear on the podcast, because there's a lot of people doing good work. But um, like I said, that's the end of the episode this week. My name is Edebean. This is Elena. Signing off. Bye.